Hello, Mad About Movies listeners. It is Kent day, and mate. Brian. Good day. How are you, Brian? I'm, I mean, I'm great. I'm so great. So great. So great. Recovering? Uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, I've... <laughs> we'll see how your body feels tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah I'm going <laughs> to replenish the fluids, Gatorade, and uh, I'll be okay. This is part two. A much <laughs> a high in demand part two for you and I. Yeah. We never allow Richard to do these episodes with us. Richard has skipped out on this one again. <laughs> um, no surprise. Yeah, I think our, I think our, our nerd nerdiness makes him uncomfortable. I think it does too. Yeah. No, I, what I think actually, he is uh, afraid to admit how much he likes Star Wars <laughs> and is anticipating the movie. Because yeah. he likes to be that guy that doesn't like Star Wars and thinks it's yeah. kind of lame, but like right. understands it. <laughs> so... Um, we are he on wears you, way more cardigans than the, than we do. He does. I think that, yeah. He has a very expensive wardrobe. <laughs> very expensive wardrobe. Uh, so we are here to talk the second Star Wars trailer, uh, uh-huh. theatrical uh-huh. trailer, if you will. Yeah, we right. got a thirty seconds, a minute, and now right. two and a half. Wow. I yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I saw this for the first time about eight minutes ago. Yeah. So tell, tell the listener where you were tonight. Oh, uh, I was at Monday Night Raw, like like you do <laughs> on a Monday. Per use. So funny. And I, it's funny because Richard and I were th- both there, but not together. Like right. just randomly both. Yeah. Oh, I'm, you're going to be there. Oh, I'm right. going too. Like, Two thirds of the together, people on like, this show were like, got to go to Monday Night Raw. And so. we really annoyed Brian with the group text <laughs> about it. I'm sorry. But I, yeah. You got uh, to experience th- the trailer. That equation, I am, I am the Richard of that equation. Like I'm like, I, I don't understand, but okay. You know, it yeah. works for you. I don't understand you. Uh, Brian, but you got, like I said, you got to experience the trailer reaction, the initial boom. Um, Uh I didn't even realize it had been released until about 40 minutes after the fact. So I missed the initial excitement of it all, I guess. Uh, the Twitter, the OMGs just flying out of Twitter left and right (laughs) and, uh, everybody talking and posting about it. So we're about, I guess, an hour removed from the official launch. So these are fresh reactions, fresh um thoughts we're gonna go as long as we can here last time we went about an hour 20 something like that on the one minute trailer so (laughs) strap on in uh kids it's gonna be a four hour four hour ride this time around no um we're gonna just just give our um our initial impressions and actually just try to break down what we saw uh, what we think we saw and basically just rant about star wars or actually rave about star wars i should say right uh, for the next hour because (laughs) who doesn't love star wars Right, and since we are the official podcast of Star Wars, <laughs> we got to get our check. Exactly, so uh, got to get that Lucasfilm check uh, for the Christmas bonus. Yeah. So, Brian, talk to me about the initial excitement. We've covered this ad nauseum over the last mm-hmm. two years. This is the most excited I could possibly ever be for a movie. I think so. What What amazes me more is that we are three years into this process because it was like. Around Halloween of 2012, when this was all announced, right? I think that's correct because we weren't podcasting at that point. Right. Um, so we're we're three years in, and I mean, y- you correct me if if you feel differently, but I don't, I don't think they've made a mistake yet. Like not even close to a mistake. Like every move that uh, has been made to this point has done nothing but kind of stoke the fire of nerdy freak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, that's kind of amazing because you shouldn't be able to, with, with, in the cynical society that we live in, um, you shouldn't be able to put out as much information as we've gotten without getting some backlash or some well, that's just, that looks terrible from the people that don't understand. You know, I mean, like yeah. every movie, right. there are very few movies that are gonna, that are 100% in Rotten Tomatoes. And not to say that this is going to definitely Brian, as, as they it's say, not, as the kids say, haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. Brian. That's right. And uh, as Ryan Adams slash Taylor Swift taught me, haters are going to hate. And like, have you, have you heard? Or see any any hating because I I really haven't like I <laughs> now mean that you some, mention it yeah, yeah. it's like you go I mean, back and think what nobody really has talked smack like right. that, that looks bad like you, or you have the the sect of people that just don't 
care about Star Wars or don't right. get it. And so those people are, but even those people are very quiet in their because they saw the trailer and it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that kind of yeah. does look at, awesome. At the <laughs> very least, you're not getting much of any backlash from actual fan base, from the actual fan base saying, well, oh, that just doesn't look that great, or I'm not impressed, or whatever the, the complaint may be. And so what happens instead is, like, I signed, signed on to uh, our our Twitter feed, MAM underscore podcast, on Twitter to yeah. uh, to tweet out. I had to do it from my computer which I never do, but that's where I could I, get... I went to Twitter on my computer for the first time the other day in probably it weird? a couple yeah. of years, and yeah. it was awful. It's weird, It was yeah. really weird, yeah. I'm occasionally on it for my own personal account, uh, Beagle 12 but, <laughs> but I never get on it for, for our account. I, I only do that for my phone, and I, I had to do it today because, of, uh, because I, I had a link on YouTube that I could get to easier on the computer than, than my phone. So anyway, um, so I went to, to post that to our, our Twitter account and all that we follow pretty much on there is, uh, our movie people and, and other blogs and outlets and, and things, things like that. Yeah. The entire feed is just covered in, uh, in star Wars nerd out. And so, I mean, <laughs> mission accomplished, right? Like this is, this is the, this is the final trailer. Um, this is the, the last opportunity we're going to get to get a little bit of information going into the film. I want to know nothing more. So I really hope I, I, I don't want to see another poster. I will not read any fan theories. I, I don't want to know anything more than what we've, what we've learned tonight. Um, but this is kind of, isn't this kind of the cherry on top yeah. of a perfectly run media campaign over the last three years? I mean, this is this kind of perfect. My initial thought of this trailer, Brian, and I want to just talk about this before we dive into this, uh, what, I, what we actually saw. I just want to talk about one thing. My first thought when I, after the trailer ended was this movie is actually coming out. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I, sure. I still can't even process the fact that this movie was announced. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that they're rebooting Star Wars with another director that's not George Lucas – and it's going to have the original cast return. What? Yeah. Like that that blows my mind. And that we're what? 60 days away from this thing uh for us being in the theater on opening night on IMAX 3D <laughs> watching the thing. It's it's yeah. unbelievable. I can't believe what what has taken place. What mm-hmm. the amount of secrecy that's been involved has been unreal and uh there are fan theories like you said, which some of them I do want to discuss just about this trailer. Um but uh I mean, there the amount of secrecy involved, I mean, I'm sure there there are going to be scenes here that just blow our mind and, like, wasn't anything like we thought we were going to see, you know, on all um, speculation-wise and everything. Sure. I mean, this is J.J. J. Abrams. you got to remember that, you know. He's he's the Cloverfields and the uh, Lost and all that. You know, he's the he loves teasing his audience. Uh, so I have a feeling this is going to... I sat I sat after the trailer with my mouth open, I'm not even kidding, for probably four minutes. And I yeah. just sat there like in silence on my couch, like with my roommate, and we both just kinda sat there. <laughs> and then yeah. I just picked up my phone and hit play and played it <laughs> right. again. And, yeah. Same. And uh and after the second time, my roommate said, I think it's going to take 24 to 48 hours to even understand what I just saw. Like to just. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I walked into my room and we're doing this show. So I'm still right. fresh off it. But I mean, this is un- unreal. This my, my mind as a Star Wars fan is just so happy and just excited. And I just want to think about it. And I want to go back and watch all the original films and everything, which by the way, yeah, Richard's not here, but I do want to tease, and this is the perfect time to tease this. We are doing some awesome, fun podcasts for Star Wars uh, totally. coming up. We're going to be yeah. doing probably an original trilogy episode, probably a prequel trilogy episode. We're probably also doing um, a generic Star Wars thoughts maybe episode, just the yeah. combined prequel trilogy episode, just a, a maybe a pre-excitement Force <laughs> Awakens episode. I'm not even kidding. Right, yeah. And then... Well- it will be heavy Star Wars for heavy heavy a Star Wars. Plus, we're yeah. we're still covering everything coming out. Trust us, we're we're covering anything people are talking about. We will do uh, episodes on. But for the Force Awakens itself, yeah, I don't want to give it all away now. But let's just say expect 
multiple multiple episodes on just the force <laughs> awakens right. uh, and we think the demand will be there and we're excited about it so stay tuned for that coming up in december so um man this is going to be this is going to be such a fun ride from here on out to yeah. december uh talk to me about your just initial thought of the trailer don't talk about any i guess specifics sure. like i didn't but man how did you feel yeah it was uh i i cried like did you, I have did, was it was three. it bigger or worse than the uh first one um no nothing i don't think anything's gonna top as far as just like my emotional just i don't know weepiness and just all that stuff it's not gonna top the first that teaser trailer was such a that's like a defining moment of my parenthood i guess because like i'm up i I, you know i'll always remember where i was when that little teaser trailer dropped because i happened to be up uh, with my son a little bit earlier than I typically tend to get up and uh, just me and him. And I saw that that came across the, across the Twitter and we sat and we watched it together and he is so into star Wars. And so that's just like, that's going to be one of those moments that sticks out for hopefully the rest of my life. Um, and then that the last trailer was, uh, I don't even know how to describe <laughs> That last trailer, <laughs> because it's not uh, well, like it's, we, it, we did so in an hour and a half know, podcast know, earlier this year. Um, but that's it was just <laughs> I don't even a, know how to describe it, but listen to our yeah. two hour well, discussion. Yeah, if you listen to my commentary, it's mostly just me saying, I don't I don't know what to say. I, it was just that was such a uh, I've never watched a movie trailer like I've watched that trailer before. Like it just you I gleaned almost no information from it. I just was happy, you know, and and uh, had goosebumps and and tears and all that stuff. This one, I think, is a little more informative. We're getting a a small a small glimpse at the plot, um, so it, it was slightly less emotional reaction, but still, just like you, I watched it. I, my, you know, I had tears in my eyes. I wasn't weeping, which is nice, but uh, and and different from <laughs> from the last go around, right? Uh, but but I immediately I was watching Monday Night Football for the worst football game of all time so that I could see this uh, this trailer. And, and I immediately rewound it and watched it. And I've watched it probably a dozen or so times since then, uh, having contributed, you know, a dozen or, or maybe maybe 15 views to the right now. <laughs> I'm going to look. It's at over four million views in two hours. On, uh, <laughs> wow on the old Facebook. So, America. uh, yeah, USA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, this is, uh, could we, can we talk about whether or not this, cause I, I want to bring up one, one point before we delve into specifics. And that is, I want to know if you're still holding to the belief that this will not be the highest grossing movie of all time. You know what? I like to tell myself otherwise, but nights like tonight yeah, and days like the day that one minute trailer came out, uh, at I guess it was Star Wars Celebration is when they released that one. Yeah. Um. Man, like the adrenaline rush you feel for the day that day and then the day after. Yeah. Just the the buzz in the air you can feel it. It's like palpable. It's really weird uh, when something like this happens. Um. It feels I, like I, I do. Christmas I do think when you're a little kid, honestly. And you like know if- what, Brian? I meant to tell you. You know how lucky you were to go to Force Friday and to snag all those toys because every you're, from now on, from here on out, you're not gonna be able to find any of them. You know, I know. from I know. this trailer until the movie comes out, and then after that, especially yeah, like those little uh, Sphero BB-8s. Did you buy one of those? I didn't because I am poor right now and I'm trying to sell my house. I might but have to buy one because you're I not gonna be able to find to those. One. You know, my friend, uh, our my friend and, and a listener of ours, Daniel. Uh, he brought, he, he bought one because he is a, an Uber nerd and he brought it over, uh, last week and was zipping it around my house and, uh, was Cooper losing his mind? dude, he was going crazy. He <laughs> just he thought it was the coolest thing. And it is, it's a really cool, it's like the least practical purchase you could possibly make, but that's, but it's kind of awesome in spite of yeah. that, man, but I agree. And just to your point, I really do think it might be the the biggest. I mean, in the long term, biggest grossing yeah. movie. Maybe not biggest opening weekend of all time. Maybe not biggest you know XX and X of all time. But in the long term, highest grossing of all time. I think so. I, I think in, I, I think when it's all said and done, it'll be number one until Star Wars Eight. 
you yeah. know. And, or, I, I think eight. it's going to be a clean sweep. I really do. Like, I think it has weekend wrapped wrapped up. Like, uh, domestic weekend is Jurassic World two hundred eight million. Uh, worldwide weekend, it'll again, make two fifty to three hundred easily. Yeah, I, I think it's going to make six to seven hundred million dollars worldwide opening weekend. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean that's what I'm really interested to see what the uh, what the ticket. Sales I think it actually comes out in the UK a week before, if wow. I'm not mistaken. So it might have already made yeah. six hundred million before. <laughs> yeah, um, man, that's going to be. That's going to be something. Uh, yeah, I, I want to know what this, the ticket sales are going to be like for tonight because I got on. I got a I got a, a call from a friend at about seven fifteen, and he he was like, "Hey, the tickets are up." Or no, it was a little bit earlier, maybe like six forty five. And we we were all kind of thinking tickets weren't going to go on sale until after the trailer. So he he calls me and said, "Hey, tickets are up. You got to get on." So I jumped on uh, Fandango. Shout out to Fandango if they want to throw us some money. Um, and bought. They want to just give us money. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we we're just, always open to that. Actually, yeah, so. we we just plugged your service. So, <laughs> uh, I did. I used Fandango and got tickets. And then a minute later, bought. I bought tickets for my group of friends. We were going at seven o'clock on uh, the that Thursday, the seventeenth. And then I will be hightailing it literally across the Metroplex to get to our ten. 30 showing with you and me and, and Richard uh, <laughs> to see it in IMAX 3D. And then I got on another website because Fandango was dead and had crashed. And I got onto directly onto Cinemark's website and purchased tickets for the following day so that I can take my kiddo to see it. And then uh, this group of kids that I, these high school kids that I hang out with, text me, he's like, dude, tickets are on sale. And so I bought tickets for that evening as well. So I will be seeing this movie four times in the first 24 hours or so that it is available for us to see. And I might go back later in the weekend. We'll see. Um, What my point is, like, have we already sold $100 million in tickets? (laughs) Or, I mean, I think the demand, I think the numbers are going to come in next week and they're going to, yeah, they're going to say project, they're going to, the projection tweets are going to start coming out. Yeah. You know, two months in advance, they're already saying forecast for <laughs> Wars Awakens is two billion opening right. weekend. You know, it's something yeah. nuts. You're yeah. like, whatever, guys, settle down. Let's let's play this thing out. <laughs> let's let this thing right. uh, run its course a bit. Yeah. But man, it, it could it very well could be. And man, what an interesting uh, experience it was. We didn't get to talk. I mean, we haven't talked much Star Wars since that first trailer episode. Mm-hmm. But what an interesting time it's been because you know we go to the movies every single week. Uh, right. I don't know if a lot of our listeners even see the movie we're talking about, which still blows my mind. Uh, if you do that, thank you. Yes. Um, but we see a movie every week. I'm not sure if everyone does that. So it's been interesting to experience the first trailer in a theater with an audience, which um, you can't really do when you're at your desk at work when you see it the first time or whatever. Right. Um, so it's, that's been interesting and. Especially when you see a couple trailers before and, you know, you can tell people in the audience, especially at some, you know, Jurassic World screenings and things like that, where, you know, a big audience, um, the re- the reaction is, is mixed, but in general, compared to the other trailers, there'll be some laughter at the end or maybe some, you know, rumblings about, oh, I want to see that or whatever, like you hear mm-hmm. in a movie theater, like the typical that looks good. You always hear right. that after yes. every yes. trailer that's ever been played. There's always <laughs> one guy. It doesn't matter if you're the only other person in the theater. You'll hear one guy. That looks good. Right. Uh, in the yeah. That was but, very Jim Gaffigan of you there. Like, it's, that's, it, that's part of my uh, upcoming so stand-up pale. comedy bit. Yeah. Um, no, but the, the general reaction to Star Wars has just been silence. Like everyone has just been yeah. silent, and that goes back to what you were saying, Brian. Is just there's a lot of people, even the haters, like sit and then they see it, and they're just like, "Oh, yeah, oh man." And by the way, thank you for purchasing our IMAX 3D tickets. Yes, but you realize that that's going to happen to you, but on a scale ten times that. So you're not going to be able to move after your initial <laughs> screening. So you're not going to be able to make it to our 1020. There's no way you're know, getting across gonna be, town. That fast. It's going to be tough. We're going to have to run hard to you get, know what? You, it's going to be awesome. It's just like, you're going to leave the theater. you will be like, man, I got to go. Oh, where am I going? Oh, to see star Wars again yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 3d. And I'm next. Yeah. So I, like, <laughs> I mean, would it be 
super crazy if we all followed up the 1030 showing by going to a 130 no, no, right after I would, that? I would, there's no, there's actually no way I'm leaving the theater until I see it another time. Like the, they're going to have to escort me out with security's going to have to take me away before like show it again or I'm not leaving. <laughs> so funny. Are they going to do a 130? They might do all night, yeah, right? There's they might some do that are doing 130. Too. I, you know, what happens with a lot of these, the midnight showings, at least, it used to be, and I, I'm ass- I'm assuming this would be how we, like Harry Potter, I know the theater that I went to for Harry Potter at midnight, they just kept adding shows until they stopped selling out. So it started with like, we're going to sell out the 12 o'clock show, and then I I want to say the theater that I was at for the last Harry Potter movie, it like they had a 12-11 showing. So they had 11 screens full basically at midnight and so i assume there's going to be more added as they as they go because the demand is i might actually go see it before our screening i might go see the seven o'clock somewhere that that was my whole thing is like i'm not even seeing it at a great theater or in an ideal situation or anything but i just my whole thing has been from the get-go i don't care what time the showing is if it's midnight fine if it's seven is what i'm gonna i just i want to be able to see it at the very first possible time for me to see it so seven o'clock on thursday night that's the first showing okay i want to be there you know so that's and then i'll meet you guys brian you're gonna be one of the first people in america to see it i know that's my that's That's my thing and if if we get the opportunity for uh press passes before now between now and then then uh we'll we'll make that happen too i will do an early podcast on it that's right that yeah that'll be good um no i you realize one of us is gonna have to get there Two hours early for the IMAX 3D Dude, screen. <laughs> reserve, reserve seats, bro. Really? Reserve seats. Holy yep. That's crap. why we're going there. Because, like, I really wanted to uh, – Web Chapel's not the great – it's got a good IMAX screen, but it's not the greatest theater. Oh, what a great time yeah, we dude. live in. What a I time know, right? to be alive, to quote Drake. Right? Seriously. Jeez. Yeah. Reserve no, seats. You, yeah. just walk, you stroll in five it's minutes before with a cocktail. Like, hey, guys. such a huge difference. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to do the Arlington AMC uh, IMAX, but they don't have reserve seating in that theater. So we couldn't we didn't. Well, do that. I'm really uh, excited now. I thought I was going to have to like, be no. punching people like running into the theater <laughs> no. like I was for uh, The Hobbit. The first Hobbit. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I yeah. went with a friend of mine, and I think I've told this on the show, like, we didn't even get to sit together. Like she sat somewhere else and I like sat in the other side of the theater and, uh, cause there were no two seats that were together. Yeah. yeah. We got there like at least 30 or 40 minutes early for the midnight screening. Yeah. I'm all about that reserve seat. That's like a very important part of Well, my- it was a theater where you can't reserve it. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, totally. It's, totally. Dude, it's, it's we're getting pain. closer we're- to where every theater has that. And thank yeah. goodness because it's, it's brutal to not, to not have that aspect. Cause I mean, no, you don't. No one wants to do that. No one wants to stand in line. It's just funny that it took us. I don't know how long have we had movies in theaters, like the early, <laughs> like early nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds. I mean, yeah. come on. It took us over a century to figure out. You hey, know, we what should reserve our seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every other like mass uh, <laughs> gathering, it's right. always like the most yeah. orderly reserved. Oh, exactly. you're gonna go to a football game? Here's right. your seat. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. movie. No, it's cool. Yeah. Just chill. Right. Uh, man, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy, but you know what? Do you want to get on CNN, Brian? Do you? On CNN? Yeah. What do we need to do to get on CNN? You want to just start camping tomorrow morning? <laughs> Not even kidding. Be the first people in the world to say we're camping. And then Gosh. two months in advance, that would for... set the record. <laughs> I, I can't remember when just... it started for Phantom Menace, but it was months in advance. People camping out. That's and that movie was terrible. So. I think we're gonna have to do it just for the po- <laughs> just just to plug the podcast. I'm not even kidding. Podcast for I don't know. Let's seven let's do it here. and let's say we're recording a podcast. We're podcasting <laughs> up to the the release. We're gonna do 60 days of podcasts <laughs> between now and then. God, yep. that would be so such so, a great bit. I'm yeah. not even. We should actually like do that for, and call like NBC Five just just to get it going there. And then NBC. Uh, national would pick up on it or something yeah. well we might as well i'm not gonna sleep between I'm now not even kidding, just it would, like stay there for a day but just while <laughs> the news cameras come out you know right oh man that would be awesome uh we're guerrilla marketing here guys sorry if I, <laughs> guerrilla guerrilla uh brainstorming going on but let's, let's actually talk about the trailer let's now. do it how about that um all right what did you see uh, through my tears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How soon were you crying into the trailer? 
I made it till they start until the uh, the music kicked in. Once once we started getting <laughs> the, big, the, the John Williams swell, yeah, yeah the... we, we started getting that Empire Strikes Back Bespin swell going. Like I just couldn't. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's Star Wars, you know? Ah <laughs> uh, man, yo, I'm glad that I'm not seeing this for the first time with you guys because I think the first time I might just cry the whole time. Like my my three glasses film, are just gonna be. I don't know if I can cry. Up. I don't know if I can cry like ten <laughs> minutes into a movie. I have to like let it soak in a little bit until I realize. We'll I don't see. know if opening credits I'm going to be bawling, but <laughs> maybe might do that. Just might get thrown out of the theater. Once I see that opening crawl in glorious IMAX 3D, I'm going to be like, gives me goosebumps. I, I might walk out of the theater and just be like, can't can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't physically be here. Right, it's all um, downhill from here, guys. Um, yeah. Okay. So we see we get a good glimpse. Of, we get some a real look at Daisy Ridley's character. Uh, oh, by the way, but speaking of that, before we get into this, we need to talk about the poster. Because the official poster, oh, yeah, uh, came out. A lot of mixed uh, reviews on that one. Actually, a lot of haters gonna hate on that one. There should not be. There they should not, not be. be. I think it looks really, it really looks, cool. Yes, it looks good. One sheet. Yes, it's perfect for uh, as far as like paying homage to the you know the former Star Wars films coming before it. Like it's not a modern poster, so I guess maybe that's the. That's the complaint, I guess. If you're if you're if you're complaining because it does look kind of old school, but not quite in a vintage way, then I then I kind of get that. But that's kind of a perfect poster for for this film, I think. It it was reminiscent of classic Star Wars. Oh yeah, totally. But it also felt new. And what made me yeah. think of this, Brian, is you said Daisy Ridley. She's mm-hmm. obviously the main character of this film, I think, yeah. uh, from all indications. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what fan theories I wanted to talk about. Um, interesting to say, I guess, Daisy, number one, John Boyega, number two, uh, Kylo Ren, obviously a huge push here. A mm-hmm. lot of mystery about the Kylo Ren character. And yeah. and the Star Wars uh, poster that was released did not feature Luke Skywalker, which was a surprise to some, sure. if not many. Didn't surprise me much, actually. No, I that they gotta hold something back. I think. I don't think. So, I don't think as much as it's holding it back as it is. He might be in it for a scene. He might be in this yeah, movie for one scene, and it's not worth throwing his face huge on a poster because in hindsight you're gonna look at it and be like, he's in it for like four seconds. Why is his face sure. so big on the poster? You know, I think sure. we're gonna realize after we watch the film why it is like it is, and from all indications, like I said, unless Kylo Ren is Luke Skywalker, which. <laughs> Which I'm like, like I'm saying, JJ, <laughs> don't put it past him. He's gonna blow our minds and just be like, what, what did I just uh, experience? And but, I mean, that's a possibility. So, uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I mean we're we're pretty sure that uh, that Adam Driver is, is Kylo Ren, but I, I just think you're right. Like he's not uh, Luke Skywalker's not going to be in this film a whole lot. So we let's hold back. Let's hold back. But you also we're, we're three trailers in. We haven't gotten a look at uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character. We we uh, we heard her voice, I think, in this trailer. I think she was the CG uh, character, the guiding voice. Yeah, she's a CG character. She's on the poster. Ma- Maz Katana. Mm-hmm. Maz Kanata, uh, actually Kanata. Yeah. She's kind of a little uh, Yoda-looking thing. She, if you look on the poster, she's, she's the right next on. to R two D two. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we haven't actually seen her on screen. We still haven't gotten a look at whatever Max von Sydow is doing. We still don't know what Circus is doing. I mean, he's got a character name now, but we, we haven't really seen that, or we, at least we don't know that we've seen that. Um, we haven't heard Phasma talk. I mean, there's a lot being left uh, to the imagination, which is perfect. That's what it should be. We don't need to see everything. We don't need to hear everything. So um, I think that... Uh, I just think this is kind of like the perfect last trailer because it does give you a little glimpse into what the plot is going to be like, but it doesn't give away anything. And I, I, I quite, I quite like that. But yeah, we get it. We get a good look at, at Ray for the first time. She, otherwise all we've seen her doing pretty much is running. Um, we get a little taste of, I think confirmed some, some thoughts about what Finn John Boyega's character sure. is all about. Uh, we, I think we kind of, we, we guessed pretty well at that, but, but this, yeah. I think the trailer confirmed the theory that he's a he is a stormtrooper who is defecting to whatever the uh, 
the rebels are going to be called in this film, uh, the resistance or whatever it may be. Um, were they ever actually called the rebels in the original or they say rebel, you rebel scum and stuff like yeah, that, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I didn't Talk know if that was rebel- just something that the, the fans nicknamed them, the rebels, cause they rebelled against the dark side or right. what, but they do, no, it's they rebels. do say rebel yeah. multiple times actually. Right. Now that I think. Yeah. about it so don't listen to me there's actually a there's <laughs> actually a... going to be called the resistance in this film oh really so that's that's just based on like looking at action figures and stuff so because i've seen a lot of action figures in the last uh six weeks or so there's also a landscape version of this poster i don't know if you've seen that brian i'm gonna have to uh send you the link to this right now so awesome. you can give us your thoughts on it but no i think you're right about finn um Obviously a Jedi, maybe, because he's wielding a white a lightsaber in this poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe a Jedi in training. Maybe a Luke Skywalker trains Finn. Maybe Finn crash lands on Tatooine and uh, runs across old Luke. Yeah. Uh, retired Luke, like, uh, like old Ben or, or something. Right. And we're definitely... This trailer painted the picture that Han Solo is sort of the mentor guide character that we thought maybe Luke was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely seems like Han is going to kind of take Ray and Finn on a journey to maybe find Luke or maybe just discover how to become Jedi or whatever it may be. Um, I, I kind of thought Hamill was going to be that, that role. And, and it looks to me more like Ford is going to be the guy, the guy pulling that off, which is, you know, look, that works too. It's all good. Um, so we got some of that. I'm interested to talk to you about the the actual plotting because it looks I've learned nothing about the plot beyond what is in that two and a half minutes today because I I don't want to know anything anything that I've seen you know that's uh, fan theory or uh, or leaks or anything like that like I've ignored it completely run away because I just I don't want to know but aside from the Luke being Kylo Ren part did you hear that before (laughs) I just I had not I hadn't heard that before but but I, I I mean I just saw in this trailer you can see. I'm pretty confident you're watching Adam Driver. Like the last sequence when Ren and Finn, Ray, excuse me, uh, Kylo Ren and, and Finn get into their little lightsaber battle. The hair gives it away that that's definitely Driver to me. So uh, you know I can be wrong, but they're doing a good job of disguising it if it's if it's not Adam Driver. That would be the ultimate plot twist. Yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would really catch people. That off. Luke. That Luke turns to the dark side. Right. And. Yeah. Follows in his father's footsteps. That right. that might be actually kind of obvious because that's that, what an- an- happened to Anakin. Sure. So that's kind of a yeah. The real twist would be if Mark Ruffalo was Darth Vader. <laughs> Got him. Got the now you see me oh, Um <laughs> So okay, I kind of been under the impression up to this point that what we were the from a plot standpoint that what we were going to get was going to be more about the whatever remains of the empire like having built up strength over the last 30 years and coming back to fight against the rebel alliance or the republic or the resistance or whatever it's whatever it's called that's right. kind of been my impression up to this point or my guess i guess this trailer made it seem like that's like i got that wrong like it's reversed like that over the last 30 years, okay, yay, the Rebels won the, you know, the, defeated the last, blew up the Death Star, killed the Emperor, Darth Vader, blah, 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 spoiler alert, 32 years later. But, <laughs> um, that all that happened, and then they went about setting up government uh, that failed, and that has, that now they are back in, back as the the underdogs, I guess, in, in the fight. Did that come through to you, or am I putting too much? Yeah. It, it, it just seemed like we're getting a lot more – we're going to kind of go back to the roots of Star Wars and that this is going to be less about Han and Leia and the rest trying to train up the next generation to to fight – you know, to keep – to ward off the, the, the evil advances of uh, the First Order or the Empire or whatever it's called. And now it really much more seems like things have not gone well for our heroes since – the Death Star exploded and that they are still kind of... You know, an extremely interesting thought just came across my mind. Okay. There's a mention in this trailer, uh, when we see Han Solo, uh, he's talking with Rey and Finn, and they're, I guess, asking him about who he is, and they're asking him about the 
the I don't know the name of the war, but in the in a New Hope, um, Luke asks Ben or Kenobi about the Clone Wars. You you mm-hmm. fought in the Clone Wars, kind right. of one of those scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Solo in the trailer says, "Yes, it's all true. It's not just legend." Right. You know, right? Um, a very interesting thought I just had. What if the same goes for the dark side? They okay. don't they don't know anything about um the dark side that used to exist, the Darth Vader dark side, because it's been destroyed. All sure. they know is is what evidence they've seen, pictures they've seen, uh, stuff like that. So that's the reason that the freaking stormtroopers look kind of off kilter compared sure. to the first ones. Why Kylo Ren's lightsaber is kind of more analog than the first one. Like he built a crude lightsaber out of just mm-hmm. what he heard a lightsaber was. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. That's why totally. the TIE fighters look a little different because they just heard or sure. You know, um, that's an interesting thought. That's a, that could be really like same that. with a star killer base too. Like, well, the death star was a big round thing that destroyed stuff. So, you know, it doesn't look like the death star, but it kind of is sure. reminiscent. That yeah. could be a good way to get out of that. I'm just yeah. saying like, why does everything look different now? If it's the same dark side, you know, sure. Even if it's I like 30 that. years later, I, like I, that. I mean, yeah. that, man, that, that could be crazy. That could be too. cool. Definitely. That could be really cool. But what could throw a huge kink in all of this, Brian? And this is another like thing. Another, this is another hour show just with this question. Mm-hmm. Um, we know about Finn's character being a stormtrooper, or as he says in the trailer, he's lost his way. He's lost his will to do stormtrooper things mm-hmm. uh, from now on. Sure, something that could throw a whole kink in the entire Star Wars mythos. What if a stormtrooper like actually does something and to to impact? the overall scheme of things in this movie <laughs> because we've always known stormtroopers to be the, the people that uh you easily kill and you don't even think they're ever gonna when they're shooting you never worry about han solo dying like the weirdest right. thing in this movie would be you know a stormtrooper rebel battle in the beginning and then one of them shooting like han solo in the face right. and like yeah. just killing him like what just <laughs> happened you know like yeah. making the stormtrooper characters actually mean something yeah. to the um uh, I guess resolution or the result of all this would sure. be an interesting thing to explore yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think JJ and um, Lawrence Kasdan and people like that, just they brainstorm things like that. You know, what, what's, what would people never expect? Oh, a stormtrooper to kill somebody. Okay. Well, how do we, you know, how do we work on that? I mean, yeah. I'm, this is all speculation. I'm, I'm speaking sure. to, and they, they obviously want the stormtroopers to be bigger or more prominent in this series, a lot of features of them in the trailer, and the Captain Phasma character seems to be the new yeah. sort of Boba Fett, but also modeled after the Stormtrooper. But mm. Stormtrooper is my favorite thing about Star Wars. I don't know if I've said that. That's funny. Well, I, I mean, you're it. you're certainly not alone because like the, the just... droids and the Stormtroopers, mm-hmm. like that's all that that I just geek out so hard when I see yeah. either of those two. Just judging by the uh, the amount of. Uh, uh, merchandise and stuff because I've been I've been dealing pretty heavily in that stuff. Um, there are tons of uh, stormtrooper, flame trooper, snow trooper, mm-hmm. whatever else figures and whatnot out there, and uh, so that yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's a big thing for a lot of people. So I'm actually going to play the trailer here in, in the background, just on mute, because I want to actually go. Not shot by shot, but just sure. generally what we saw here. What what stuck out to you at first um, that maybe surprised you, I should say? Um, let's see. Surprise. Again, I, like the plot surprise. Like I, I really I, – I thought I had the plot right, and I, and I, I don't think I do. You know, like I, I think the, the flipping that on its head and turning the – the Republic back into rebels and putting them back in the, as the, the underdog in that fight. That's a, that's much different than I thought it was going to be. Um, and I, I haven't known what to expect from Ray's character this whole time or Finn for that matter. But, um, we're starting to see some of the, I, I was, I liked seeing some of the pieces come together on that of, uh, how they interact with one another and, uh, and what they're, what their role is going to be moving forward. I think the, I think you got a little bit of a glimpse of, mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff, which was cool. Lot, man, lots of, lots of Kylo Ren and lots of captain phasma. Um, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a darker take, which is great. I think that's where it probably needs gritty, to go. more gritty. Take. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely, uh, you know, we're not going to be like R rated or something, but, <laughs> 
But, but it uh, was G seventeen. <laughs> well, guess my kid's seeing a, an R rated movie on on yep. uh, December eighteenth. You're three, kid. Coffee. You're old enough. Yeah, you under you can understand. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Anyway, uh, that would take us into a tangent. But I've, I've been in plenty of of uh, not age appropriate movies where there's just like kids hanging out. Like what? I mean, what what are we doing? What are we doing? It's okay. Uh, this this entire podcast has basically been a tangent. So it's okay. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, I will never forget sitting and watching The Equalizer with <laughs> a four-year-old oh, while his parents ate Genghis Grill in the theater. Just <laughs> I remember seeing a million ways, and there were multiple <laughs> oh, young God. children in that one. That was just a wow. great experience for okay. all the families. Just not okay. Uh, so shot by shot kind of here. I, I'm assuming the character we see at the beginning with the goggles, I'm assuming that's Ray and some sort of yeah. covering mm-hmm. uh, on some sort of desert planet of some kind. Mm-hmm. And uh, she looks to be some kind of scavenger. Yeah. Maybe she's scavenging the Millennium Falcon interior, perhaps? Yes. Or or like a, a looks, I think, a Star Destroyer, probably. Oh, yeah. The abandoned Star Destroyer from the mm-hmm. uh, first trailer. That's that's a good thought. By the way, uh, IMAX 3D is going to be unreal because the environments that they've built, like the inside of the Star Destroyer, yeah, imagine that in, in full 3D, like the her dropping down on the rope and everything. I mean, that's going to be. I mean, you can Amazing. tell that they that they <laughs> thought ahead and shot it for, and it's not just going to be a gimmicky thing for 3D, which excites me. It's a lot of the times right. it is with these big budget, yeah, uh, blockbusters and reboots and things. Uh, we get a shot of BB-8 and Ray walking across the desert, which looks to be a practical effect, which mm-hmm. excites me as well. So cool. A ship of some kind leaving the desert planet. Uh, I can't really tell what that is. What are the theories on what ship that is? I don't know what that is, but doesn't it look like Serenity? <laughs> it does look like Serenity. So I don't know if that will so be like Serenity. a major plot yeah. or if it will just be... Because, I mean, I think the point of that was just her, like, looking off into the distance. And I don't know, that man. She could, she could leave. You but... got to think, this is two and a half minute trailer. That's all yeah. you get, I think. And you're going to spend a second and a half on something. Yeah. You know what That's I'm true. saying? Like, there's That's something true. we yeah. should be. Yeah. I mean, it's a good two, maybe two second shot. Yeah. Like, in the, but it... like I said, in a trailer that's two and a half minutes. Like, it go, yeah. oh, wow. It goes on long, way longer than I thought it would. Yeah. But it would be it. just like JJ, though, to just throw in, like, a weird, like, just little easter egg homages to other there's no way it's serenity that would, hopefully it fun. is that would be awesome yeah like how uh rgd2 is hanging on the underside <laughs> of uh the blade runner I w- maybe jj just put that in there to see the fanboys go insane trying to figure <laughs> out what ship that is because it doesn't yeah. like it's right. so blurry and like in the distance like what oh, is yeah. that tell us <laughs> um yeah another shot of ray so we've had basically 30 seconds of ray at the beginning yeah uh and ongoing here, Lucasfilm logo, which interesting. They sh- they start out the the trailer with piano music. Didn't expect that. Yeah, it's a little different. We get the shot of the first order that we have seen in previous trailers. The shot of Finn taking off the helmet that we've seen in previous trailers, but with a little added context. I think. A little added a dialogue, I believe, mm-hmm. voiceover, and we get a Tie Fighter flying down to the desert planet crashing and i'm assuming that's finn's tie fighter which we what we've seen from uh other trailers uh he arrives there i'm assuming he meets ray there and then we see kylo ren for the first time in all his glory i haven't really gotten him much in the other trailers we've seen maybe a couple seconds of him actually right Uh, but there have been the toys and such uh, that have spawned all the conversation he says that he's going to finish the job and he's referring to Vader, which we see Vader's helmet again, the charred helmet of Vader. Yeah. And we see him, I guess, interjecting thoughts into Oscar Isaac or Poe, yeah. I should po. say. Yeah. Looks like visions of destruction. Mm-hmm. Maybe Yavin, that planet looks like, kind of. Could be, yeah. Maybe that's where uh, Poe Dameron is a native of. Yeah. I don't know if that has been established at this point. I'm assuming not because the movie is not out yet. <laughs> Do we know where he's from? No, we don't because the movie's not out. And then we get a really great, uh, I guess, action shot. One of the first action shots of the Millennium Falcon running from a TIE fighter. Looks yes. to be into the bowels of the Star Destroyer. So yeah. that's interesting. Maybe that's where Solo meets Ray and Finn. 
Maybe right. he hides away in there or something. Yeah. Yeah, like there's similar, a lot similar to the way that. of uh, he that he hid in the worm, you know, yeah. just kind of find mm-hmm. a place to right crash and hide out. Yeah, there's a lot taking place on that planet, which is it's not Tatooine, it's uh, uh, Jakku, I think. Jakku, yeah. It seems like there's going to be quite a bit happening there. We get uh, a kind of a digital map that we didn't really get in the first. We got a couple holograms in the first Star Wars, uh, the Leia hologram. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess in the game on board the Millennium Falcon, but there seems to be a hologram mapping system of some kind. Where I'm assuming this is going to be the biggest exposition scene of the film, with yeah. Solo explaining, like I said to the kids, the history mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. of what has happened and right. the the grand scheme of things. Like the I guess <laughs> we should call it the uh, birds and the bees talk uh, <laughs> in the galactic sense. Uh, so we get some more. Views of the dark side, we get actually a looks like an extended or a, an inside peek of what it looks like to go light speed. Yeah, which we've never it's seen. Really it's cool. like a wormhole yeah. right. uh, with the Millennium Falcon, which looks great. It says this Christmas, and we see Kylo Ren and a bunch of darker stormtrooper people that look like Kylo Ren with similar masks. What are these yeah, guys called? I'm not totally sure. Shadow troopers is that what they were called? You Something said? like that. And there's another. There's a thing called a, a Guavian or Guavian Enforcer, uh, which is pretty popular in the toy department. And uh-huh. I, I'm not totally sure if that's them or not. I can't, I can't tell you. Can't, you don't get a good enough shot, I think, to be able like, oh yeah, that's what that is. So exactly. I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out because I'm, I'm not sure if that's like another like those are his. Kylo Ren's Sith buddies, or if he's got some kind of bodyguards, or or what? We got a shot of X wings flying across water, which we have seen previously. I think it looks mm-hmm. to be Yavin again, which could be interesting to say. Maybe Ewoks involved in this movie in some way. Could be. <laughs> I know Warwick Davis is on the cast list. Yep. I've seen so right. maybe reprising his role as Wicket, the Ewok, <laughs> yep. which would be awesome if that yep. happened. Um, we see the X-Wings flying, but we also see stormtroopers awaiting them, awaiting their arrival on the planet. So it looks like some, a battle of some kind takes place there. Mm-hmm. Then we get a subsequent shot of TIE fighters running from X-Wings. And then we see Poe Dameron meeting Finn and running towards X-Wings. So going to battle, I guess. We see explosion on the desert planet. And this is the scene... After that, where I got goosebumps was the scene of Ray and Han Solo and BB-8 walking, I guess, into a palace. Maybe it looks like Yavin. I'm going to assume this planet is Yavin. Maybe to meet Leia or something like that when that giant red droid walks walks past. Yeah. And Finn looks over at him like, what is that? I was just like, that is Star Wars right there. Yeah. Uh, That was JJ, but Star Wars. Man, that that was the, the moment I got goosebumps for the first time. Uh, watching it for the first time. We get a shot of Luke clutching onto R2-D2. We know it's Luke, like we've said in, mm-hmm. in previous podcasts, because he has a fake arm, or fake hand, I should say. Uh, we get a... I don't know what ship this is. A, a ship landing on a dark base? That's, we see I Captain think that's Phasma's. Kylo Ren's... Uh, Kylo Ren's I, ship. Okay. Yeah. We get a Captain Phasma shot, uh, the cape flying. Ray is Looks... crying as well. Yeah. Crying about something, which means I guess she's a great actress, so she can cry. So Daisy Ridley <laughs> has already won me over. Right. Or and she just realized that she's on the Star Wars movie. I think she doesn't realize how big of, an, of a freaking star <laughs> she's going to be after this movie comes out. Yeah. She's I like, hope they're all prepared for it. She's been it's... in like a couple short films and maybe like a play. Like that's right. it. Like right. She's not a big actress at all. She just kind of yeah. auditioned and got it, you know, kind of thing. Right. And she looks identical to <laughs> Natalie Portman in Princess Leia too. Yeah. So she looks part of the bloodline. So right. that, she's, that helps. She's got that down. Um, I would recommend to her that she not listen to anything that Carrie Fisher says as to how <laughs> to after after having listened to uh, Carrie at uh It's at a Comic-Con. shame to say, like, uh, they're going to reboot this and they want everyone involved. Like, do we really want Carrie involved? Like, <laughs> But she seems to be heavily involved in the, the narrative yeah. of, of the movie, right. not only in the uh, publicity of it. Gosh, that was the weirdest hour and a half. It, it, man, 
I kind of like her more for it because she's I just know, like went the out there and was like, screw yeah. it. I'm freaking Carrie Fisher. Right. All I, I have to do is say the word Star Wars and people yeah. are going to cheer. And that's exactly what she did. So funny. Talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I will in a minute. No, 40 minutes later. Not, so I wasn't not at all. Yeah. Uh, we get an amazing shot of Chewbacca and Han and Finn oh, looks to be under arrest or surrendering. Yeah, and Chewbacca looks to be in uh, f- in fine form. I was sure. worried he would have gray hair, but he looks to have yeah. aged. I guess Wookiees age uh, right. pretty nicely. Yeah, they they do all right for themselves. Uh, BB-8 is in this thing a lot. He's yeah. the new R two D two, but R two D two still in it, which is crazy. We mm-hmm. don't get a lot of C three PO in this. Trailer. Yeah, I haven't seen C three PO hardly at all. I, think I know he's in it. Shot. I know uh, Anthony Daniels is has been on set and. I saw him in the uh, that teaser, like behind the scenes thing that they released at Comic Con, mm-hmm. which was so great. That's that might be my favorite thing that they've done, honestly, to this point. Mm-hmm. I watch that thing like two or three times a week, just because <laughs> I just think it's just so cool, and it's just it's so awesome that they it shows. I think JJ and and company that they get why a why we love the original three movies so much, and b why we hate the following three movies so much. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I haven't seen C-3PO hardly at all in any of the, the materials to this point. BB-8 is going to be huge though. My, my kid is just, he freaks out about BB-8. It's, it's going to be weird to see what they do about comic relief though, because 3PO is such, so prominent in the first six films with keeping the, the tone light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of moving things along. The droids are really the main characters, like George says. Of the of the uh, original trilogy, and yeah, it, I mean, I I know three PO's in it. I'm just saying to what extent is going to be sure. yeah. going to be interesting to see. We get a shot of X wings and Tie fighters again on a snow planet, though this time. Mm-hmm. Those look amazing. The way that that they put together the the physics of the ships, the physics and, of that, yeah, is just whew, something. Looks so good. It's crazy that technology has improved since 1977. It's hard to believe. <laughs> Funny how that is, yeah. It's it's crazy to say that things could get better. A lot more stormtroopers running, a lot more Ray angry and firing a gun. Stormtrooper firing at an X-wing from the ground, which that seems like a great idea. <laughs> Kylo Ren again with the with the power hand move. I'm assuming he is a dark force user. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. More flying TIE fighters blowing up. We get our first shot of Leia. We haven't seen her face in any of the trailers yet, but we do now. She seems to be embracing Han Solo. I'm assuming they still are tight. Uh They do still know each other. We get the shot of Finn wielding the lightsaber and fighting Kylo. That does look like Adam Driver, now that you mention it. wonder why he would take his mask off. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure, but it's going to be interesting to find out. And then we get the opening crawl, or I guess title card, Star Wars The Force Awakens. What did you think about the way they ended the trailer? Uh, awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I just think... Didn't have the typical fanfare you would expect, that's why Right, I you didn't get a reveal. I think that's maybe what people were expecting was at that point we were going to see luke's face or something just because that's kind of i thought i thought like a post a title card we would get a hint of luke or like a glimpse or maybe a silhouette or something like that right right well i thought you would think han solo like they did in the first uh i guess one minute trailer Mm -hmm. you think han solo would be the big reveal like if they're gonna hold anything back i don't think mark hamill is the thing to to hold back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But also, look at how angry it. people were yesterday when, or uh, I guess a couple of days ago when, when the trick when the, the uh, when he wasn't on the poster. Like, so I, you're right. Like Harrison Ford is the star, but Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker is kind of the character I think that you 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 relate first to Star Wars. It, it, he's not the best character, and if and everybody wants to be Han Solo, like. I mean, when you're a kid, a little kid, you want to be Luke Skywalker, but at by age nine, you know, you want to be Han Solo. And but the first, I think everybody's first real uh, 
like connection to Star Wars is through Luke Skywalker. And so maybe that's I, that's my theory anyway. Maybe that's why we're we're holding back on that. But as far as the the ending for this, I think you're I think the point of this trailer was to give you a taste of what the actual plot and the actual movie is going to be like, not just here's a glimpse of this person and here's a glimpse of that person and oh yeah, here's Han and Chewie. That'll get you going for a few months. You know, mm-hmm. I think this one was less about the fanfare of boom, here's a thing for you to talk about so much as, oh my gosh, can you believe you guys are going to get to see this awesome Star Wars movie and here's what it's going to be about just a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just don't think he's going to be in it much. I think he might be in it for like one scene or something. I'm not even kidding. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't. There's a lot to get to in this movie. Right. Yeah, I think what's going to be interesting is going to be is he not in this movie a lot because they're they kind of hold him for later films or is he not in this movie a lot because he Obi-Wan Kenobi's himself or you know what's what's going to happen with that there's something's up I think. maybe he's in like a he's a big voice actor maybe he's in a disembodied voice uh, yeah. kind of like, thing like Futurama <laughs> like 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 the way Ben used to talk to him when he he would just hear his voice like, like when ghost, he was writing yeah. the when he was writing the uh I guess in the A New Hope when he says use the force when he's in the X-Wing and the Death Star, you know, yeah. things like that. Maybe we get an extended version of that. Right. But what do we think about other tie-ins? Do we think anything like Star Wars Rebels, um, maybe in a comic series, anything going to tie into this at all? This is going to be a completely 100% brand new standalone. I'm not Maybe a sure novelization going to come out beforehand that we can read? There, yeah, Maybe. I know that a lot of I know the Phantom Menace novelization came out like six weeks before the movie came out. Right. Or yeah. I doubt they're going to do that with this, this, this thing. But there have been novels. Like, there's one novel out there right now that's the first of the, like, canon, the new canon, I guess. Uh, our friend Jason read some of it. He said it wasn't a very good book, but uh, there'll be some of that. But I don't think Rebels will tie in too much because that's pre. I can't ever remember where that sits exactly because I've only watched a couple episodes. Oh, I just mean the 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 stories they're exploring in, in sure. Rebels, maybe a reference to a character or things like that. I think I, I want to because say, Rebels came out after they announced the Lucasfilm right, Disney right. stuff, so you so think it'd be one could big be universe cool. right now. That's that's right. why I ask. Same yeah. with the comic series with Marvel mm-hmm. and and uh, Lucasfilm right. working on those together. Right. So, man, a lot a lot of questions. Yes. A lot of things to speculate on and to talk about afterwards with this movie. Right. But good. I mean, this is the I j- again, I'm I'm just going to keep harping on it. I I just I'm so impressed with the way JJ and Kathleen Kennedy and Disney and Lucasfilm and and everybody all combined has gone about in putting together this campaign because it just could have been messed up so easily. They could have cast bad actors. They could have given away way too much way too early um i just feel like every step of the way uh jj and company they've made the right decision and, and gone in the right direction and that that just leads me to, to having more and more excitement than i you know than i i ever would have thought that i could have even being the big giant star wars nerd that i am so i just from the from the poster i want to talk about first build cast and, and just talk about where where they line up on the actual poster. Okay. This might be an indication of uh, some roles or imp- significance of roles. So first build is Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher. They're the yeah. top three. Mm-hmm. Then we have Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Interesting to say Daisy Ridley is ahead of John Boyega and, and as far as build. And then Oscar Isaac. So maybe Oscar's not uh, not heavily... Mm-hmm. featured here maybe he makes an appearance in rogue one maybe he his stories explored later sure you got to think when you cast a guy like oscar isaac who has the right the talent that he has you would want him to be on the screen more yeah you got to use him for sure so and lupita nyong'o as well uh, right academy award winner lupita nyong'o i should say mm-hmm. and we get andy circus has it yep. ever has it been revealed his role or rumor? i see his uh title there but i don't know anything about that and he hasn't appeared in any of the picture in the uh action figures or anything like that so that's that's a total mystery to me at this point dom hall gleason mm-hmm. as general hux which we haven't 
really you seen get, much of? He's the guy who's on stage speaking to all the stormtroopers. I think he's the 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 guy maybe above even Kylo Ren, like the yeah. new emperor. Yeah, but more of a so. youthful emperor. Sure. And man, what a year Dom Hall Gleason's gonna have. The guy's awesome. Let me man. just say, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, and The Revenant, and yeah. the same. Not bad, uh, he's Dom a Hall. Excellent actor. He's I'm a big fan of that guy. Fastbender is my number one, probably. Anything Fastbender puts out, I'll go. And uh, Joaquin's the same way, but Richard's more high on Joaquin than kind of I am. So I'll claim Fastbender. But Dom Hall is becoming my new favorite. Yeah, he's like, a he's great. He's a great character actor with a little bit of. He's he's so much like uh, he's so much he's like, like Hugh dad, Grant. You know, I mean, he's. He's uh he he he's a great character actor, but he can also he can totally carry a film, and that's man that's a rare it's a rare quality. Then we get Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and Max von Sydow. Um, yeah, we still don't know what he's doing at all. Don't know much. I'm assuming, I'm assuming something a higher order, whether it's Jedi or Dark Side. Yeah, we won't. We have yet to find out. Music by John Williams. Perfect. Special effects by ILM Peruge. Yeah. Uh, writing credit is interesting as well because Lawrence Kazin and J.J. Abrams and Michael Arndt does get a credit uh, right. officially, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, Writers Guild credit right. on it. So I wonder, wonder, I mean, we'll talk about this in the actual podcast for the movie, but it's going to be crazy <laughs> to see, wonder what he kept or wonder what he came up with, wonder what sure. they changed around. And yeah. we might hear rumors of that stuff at that point. So any other thoughts, Brian? Uh, I mean, we've gone an hour I've got and five more thoughts minutes. If we want to okay. go longer, but uh, whatever you want to do, man, I'm I'm here. I don't know if we should go longer. We need to save some stuff for the okay. other. We're other yeah. Again, if you're still listening, <laughs> we're gonna have a ton of Star Wars stuff in the lead up to that uh, that December seventeenth, eighteenth. Uh, so be be on the lookout for that. If there's something in particular that you're you're wanting or uh, you're looking for from us, then feel free to give us a shout. Hit us up on Twitter, MAM underscore podcast, or uh, email us at madaboutmoviespodcast at gmail.com. And we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Like Kent said, we've, we've got a lot of stuff planned, and uh, we're, we're, we're pretty stoked about being able to, to do all this stuff and to have a reason to do all this stuff. So many yes, episodes focused on uh, Star Wars, and you guys just keep listening, so we're just going to keep this is what out. we've all been waiting for, people. This yep. is what it's all this been building up to. These few, you know, two or three years we've been doing the show. Yeah. Um, it's all been leading to this, and we're almost yeah. there. I think when it's we set out, ride. we, we kind of said <laughs> the goal was to do the bot, yeah. do episodes until we got to do Star Wars. So, yeah. Uh, and we're, you know, we're there. And, and I think we're totally going strong and we'll continue doing this whole thing. But this was like the initial goal when we started doing this whole thing was just like, we just want to get, we want to put out enough episodes and have enough people listen that uh, we have the motivation to go through until that film. Cause we wanted to review a star Wars movie, a new star Wars movie. So have we done a podcast yet, Brian, an episode yet on a movie? Have we done two hours on a movie? We haven't seen, <laughs> have we done that yet? <laughs> oh, we have. Oh, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, just two guys. Two hours on on. We haven't seen it, so <laughs> if this doesn't hold you over, I don't know what right. will. Um, yeah, there's about six and a half minutes of new Star Wars content. And like out I said there, before, before the Force Awakens. Yeah, we're gonna one Saturday. We're gonna have to meet up for you know half a day, and uh-huh. uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do throwback original trilogy and prequel trilogy. We we need that has to be done. Yeah, uh, before beforehand. So there will be more Star Wars talk between now and then totally uh, but i see a tweet uh, that came in from christian medrano just now that says watch this new star wars trailer on repeat for an hour eagerly awaiting mad about movies next episode <laughs> so i know i know i'm delaying the inevitable here people are are wanting to get on with their lives and right uh so we're gonna hop off but brian thank you again dude this is a blast and if jj pulls a jj and just releases another trailer tomorrow we'll (laughs) We'll, see you back on here we'll see you again hey uh, if you are still listening uh we'll have our regularly scheduled episode which will be bridge of spies we'll have that up uh tomorrow sometime yes uh where can we find you online brian Uh, you can find me on the twitter at bgill12 uh and again follow us on uh, follow us collectively on twitter at 
MAM underscore podcast and uh, hit us up at Mad About Movies Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Kent, where can I find you? You can find me on Twitter at Kent Garrison and find our show on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, please give us five stars. It helps go a long way. And I don't say this enough, but I should. Um, just tell a friend. Please. Tell a friend about Mad About Movies. That'd be, that'd be awesome. That All would help the friends. Yeah. All the friends. Well, until uh, tomorrow, Brian, I'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me high, yeah.